0: my old
1: friend come to talk with you again game of the year is slowly creeping I'm just sitting here weeping cause Stardew Valley (laughs) 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 was cut from the best (laughs) indie oh dear me the sound Silence. We're back. (laughs) The shit show
0: slash spectacular showcase. (laughs) That is Rocket Punch game of the year. This is part three. Good. Best moment. Boom. Just right out. That's what the category is. All right.
2: Best moment. Kenny G moment. Okay. The moment. moment. Let's go for the award ceremony ceremony at the end of episode four New Hope. Just like, we're celebrating. You're going
0: to do gonna- that to me, man. <laughs> You're going to. Listen, we're done with that shitty year. I'm done with it. I'll-
2: well, hang on. No, no, no. This is to celebrate the great moments. It's the great moments. You're right. Great moments. We're not talking about 2016. Great moments. We're talking about the great moments. We're here to celebrate them. I'm mm-hmm. um,
0: Celebrate you. That was an s- actual song from the Disney Channel. Called Celebrate You. How do you know that? Adam, Listen, what? there's an important thing you need to understand about Disney Channel music. There was a very brief period of my life where I ironically learned many of those songs. Celebrate <laughs> You was one of them. I just so happened to go to Disney World at the same time that Celebrate You was popular, and they used it as the theme song.
3: Oh. Okay. On so
0: the 30-minute kinda... like resort loop that so they had.
3: You, you kind of got stuck in your head.
0: Oh, I mean, it was already stuck in my head before that. It was so Disney Channel (laughs) Poppy. Anyways, you can YouTube it if you want to find out more about it. However, that's not the best moment. No. We're talking about the best moment in video games for Rocket Punch Game of the Year, part three, for 2016. As we've done before, we're gonna run through our list of nominees that were anonymously slash not anonymously added. (laughs) And from there, we will whittle it down. I say whittle like this is some kind of like nice woodworking. We will murder. Individual topics, individually, execution style.
3: Until there are only three.
0: Until there are only three. From the three, one will rise above the rest and become the winner for the category. 2016. So, let's run the list and find out what our best moments of 2016 are. One of them is going to be the best moment. We'll see Mm -hmm. what the nominees are. So, first up, Paul Serene seen himself walk out of the time machine in the first live test of Quantum Break. Time travel mechanic. The final act of Inside, opening a loot box in Overwatch, the end of the Leviathan fight for Final Fantasy XV, the ending of Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, the final act of Titanfall 2, finishing the starting area for the Demon Hunter class in World of Warcraft Legion. Uh, spoiler (laughs) for World of Warcraft Legion coming
2: up. Um... To be fair, this was, like, in the opening segment. Of it the-
0: is in the opening segment, so you probably have heard this, but it is a uh, watching Varian Wren and Vol'jin die at the beginning of Legion. Pretty big story beats that kicked that story off. And then last but not least is getting the BFG in Doom.
1: So, let's begin.
3: Another culling. Now, let's... Uh, I always like giving people context. As far as... This is three. This is best moment. Yep. Overall, what we're trying to figure out with here is that what is the best moment that we saw in gaming from 2016 from the games we've played? Like, in the games. In the games, yeah. <laughs>
0: Not outside the games. Because let's be real outside the games, it's going to be the Game Awards when Jeff Keighley <laughs> got up on stage and took a shit right on Konami, <laughs> right up there. And then Kojima comes up, he's like, fuck Konami too. And everyone says, fuck Konami. And Del Toro's tweeting, fuck Konami. It's just great. That was the best non gaming
2: moment of. I, I believe, fuck Konami wins. I mean, That's it, I we're think done. that was that was last year's.
0: Thing that was, for that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. Konami's already; they got there.
3: <laughs> They've already dug their grave. Yeah, um, but just the moment that we that was very memorable to us, and we had a lot of fun with from some of our games. But as you said, Seth, we now we must the fight. calling begins.
1: Um, o- opening the loot
3: box.
2: That's, Kill
0: it. <laughs> That's the
1: opposite of
2: memorable. That's one of those where, no, I don't need to hear that. Move on. That's engineered to make me feel better, even though I just got shit.
3: Well, exactly. When you get three <laughs> whites and a blue. Yeah, uh, I call them a
2: the three white blue box. <laughs> get that shit out of here.
0: Uh, that was easy. If only all of them were that easy. Yeah, okay. Um,
2: I haven't done the
3: Leviathan fight in Final
2: Fantasy XV. Have either of you?
3: I have not, so I have no context for this. See
2: ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Sorry. Jazz, if only you were here.
3: Hey, very much so. Hey, you gotta be here. It's a fun fantasy game. No. Ah, I should be fighting for that, but no, I can't. I, I mean, can't, if I'd... you
1: haven't done it, you don't know.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, there are two things from Warcraft on here.
2: I would kill off uh, the Varian Rin, and Vulgin Death scene first, okay. Before I would the other one. It, it's satisfying depending on which faction you root for. If you're that. Firmly ingrained into the lore. So that's why they're both on there.
3: Okay. So which one taken off?
2: Oh, no. I would take that whole line off. Varian
3: um, Ren and Vulcan. Yeah. yeah. Because
2: okay. when you finish the starting area to the Demon Hunter, it is, it links back BC to current. Yeah. And it ties that story together and it keeps it going. So.
3: It does a very good job.
2: It's one of those I would like to see that stay.
3: <clears throat> All right. Getting the BFG in Doom, as far as the best moment, somebody sell me on that. I, I've 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 played Doom. I remember I, I like as far as what I know, I like the fact of like you start picking up like little environment cards that talk, start talking about the lore of the BFG in this like Have facility. you beat Doom? I've beaten Doom. Oh okay. I've beaten Doom. You got the BFG. Oh yes.
0: Well, I- so what's the question
2: here? <laughs>
0: because it's the B F motherfucking G.
2: <laughs> so I am not. I I got the game. It is in my stack of stuff to be played.
0: Listen, listen. The same child that DC put in charge of inventing Superman, where he just sat down and was just like, he should fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes and fire and ice breath and and he's made of steel. And they just like didn't stop. And they were like, this is all good. This is really good. And they thought it was a good idea to make all those powers a thing. (laughs) They set that same kid down in a room and they said, you should design a weapon. He's like, oh, it's going to shoot lasers and it kills everyone in the room. Everyone, all of them, they all die. And then, and then at the end of the game, this is spoilers for Doom. I guess this is the only spoiler that you may have in the game, period. Yeah. At the end of the game, you like shove the BFG inside of the final boss's mouth and pull the trigger. (laughs) Like you shove it inside of its mouth and pull the trigger of the giant death laser that kills everything in the room.
2: Just to kill everything inside the giant demon. To
0: make sure that you firmly kill... Uh, what is it? Spider Master?
3: Uh, I don't know what that... Bo- I think it's, it's like, like sp- the Arachnid Queen or something yeah. like that, yeah.
2: Oh, they've only killed one of the evils of hell. Good. Yeah. yeah. Which means they will continue making doom. It, yeah.
0: I know it's something master.
2: I think it's Spider Master.
0: I really do think Probably. it's that stupid. Uh, good stupid. Good stupid.
3: That was a good boss fight, though, It's too. the BFG. But I, I remember like getting it. As far as getting the BFG, you... You see the lore cards, and then you finally get access to the room. Like, yeah. you basically have to find the top torso of a scientist, put their face on the eye scanner. Yes. It, and then the door opens, and you walk in like, oh, there's the BFG. And you go for it, and immediately, like, unauthorized personnel have entered the room. Lasers
0: try to kill you.
3: Laze, lasers come in, and the floor drops out. And you have to, like, sit on the edge and shoot the lasers and destroy them. And it brings the ring down. And then you crash down, and you get up and just... You walk up to it
0: and then you pick it up. You put the thing in it and you're ready to go. Doom start. And then Ten what, hours in. what makes
3: it better is that the first you go out of that room. The first room you go into has a like shit ton of imps and you just go full trigger all dead. Everyone's dead. Good.
0: Every, every piece of ammo you get for the BFG is one problem eliminated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a killing machine. Everything dies. Like that. killing
0: machine is the appropriate. It stands for big fucking gun. That yeah. is, it invented that.
1: That was it. Yeah. But like, uh,
3: sell me on it being in the best moment talks, especially with some of the other moments we unlimited have. Unlimited power. So Palpatine level.
0: Unlimited <laughs> power. It's not unlimited. The ammo's primate. actually not that scarce. Is not. The last half of that game, or the last two hours of that game, they're like. Sure. Yeah.
1: Donuts. <laughs> We're done anyways. Eh. I just see other things on here that are better. Well,
0: I blew the other things up with the BFG. <laughs> okay, so it's the only thing that's left now.
2: I think that's better fit in the one of our later segments. Oh wait, it's there too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> no,
0: nah, it's like the... I think Cameron described exactly what I wanted to describe it. I I think you captured enough of doom where you pick up the torso, not just the head, not just the eye, but the entire (laughs) upper torso of a scientist to get in. You just like slam it against the retina scanner (laughs) and and let it fall. (laughs) eh. Then lasers try and kill you, but you blow the lasers up and the lasers cut the platform. Like as they fall down, they like cut the platform to pieces. And then you're like, thanks for the BFG
1: dog. Yep. Let's continue. To hell. <laughs>
2: well, we sometimes get, we get you gotta go to hell. Yeah.
1: Oh, we do. <clears throat> the
0: thing I like most about the BFG is it's actually not good against the bosses, so it encourages you to use it, like, not on bosses.
3: Yeah, it it takes some damage, but not a lot. Oh. I was kind of like, when, you're, when you get the health low enough, the, a BFC, boom, 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 okay, you're dead. But nah. you still have to work a little no bit. No free orders. passes. No, nah, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: It's way more valuable to use in a, like, High a amp. difficult area than it would be to save for like, like an area the with
3: of mobs. With three Barons of Hell and three yeah. Cacodemons. Yep.
0: That's, that is
2: and, BFG. And,
3: and two Summoners. Because, <laughs> I mean, and at the end of the day, remember,
0: remember the boss strat number one. Oh, sorry. Place Super Shotgun against the skin, pull trigger, <laughs> repeat. That's the Doom strategy. Repeat until repeating. red. Yep. <laughs> Once it explodes. That's it. Um, yeah, I mean, Doom had some great moments. Getting the BFG is like a classic moment that they really build up to. I,
3: I don't know. I think there are better moments on here than getting the BFT. In my opinion.
1: All right, it's cut. I know which hills I'm gonna gonna die on. The BFG <laughs> is one we're gonna stop and appreciate the hill, but I'm not gonna die on it. No. <laughs> um,
3: what are
1: the other ones?
2: No, Seth got I'm, one. Hold on. I'm. Well, I'm thinking. I think we just need to just get rid of that Uncharted thing. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs>
3: you are a fool. <laughs> okay. A fool. Go ahead
0: and start. Wait, we we need to get this done. We need, oh we need my to God. This out. Let's with... talk about the end of Uncharted 4.
3: Holy. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's. <clears throat> In case you haven't noticed, warning, we will be spoiling the game. If you've listened to the first couple of episodes, you've already been prepared for that. But um, the game's. Especially with the topics we talk about, we will intentionally spoil them, not only maybe for you, but for us as well. So you got to deal with it like we do. We
0: feel the pain as well.
3: Oh, yeah. But the ending of Uncharted 4. So Uncharted 4 was called The Thief's End. Everybody's like, how does this end? Like, it's the end of Nathan Drake, the end of his journey. Does he die? Does he, you know, does he live? What happens?
1: Can I take a guess before you jump in? Okay. His brother dies no really
3: and that was that's one of the keys i'm going to talk about too what basically happens is that you get as far as and i'm going to talk about some story beats so i may kind of cross into other topics that we have later on yeah but it's necessary to capture the ending of this game you get to the point where nate goes off on this adventure with sam his brother and sully they don't tell Elena because at the beginning of this, you're basically Elena's like, we have a family we're, we don't have a family. We're, we're here. It's you and me. We're at home. We're not treasure hunting. We're not doing any of that. We're done. We're retired. And he kind of, his brother comes into his life and says, Hey, come, I need your help with this. There's a bunch of other story stuff in the middle, which I'll try not to spoil if I can, but what ends up happening is that you, Naughty Dog has always, always been good with like cinematic storytelling. Um, I don't think anybody here at the table will deny that. What happens is that you, Nate and Nate is at this crossroads because of course, Elena finds out and it's getting to the point of like, Sam is like, we have to find the treasure. We have to keep going. We have to keep going. And Nate is torn. Nate's the one who's torn because he has Elena and his. he's trying to start a normal life with Elena and he loves Elena but he also wants to help his brother and get him out of trouble with the people. And so like near the end of the game, it's basically getting to the point where Nate's like, this is too dangerous, we're gonna get killed, we're gonna die, we need to leave. And Sam is still that guy's like, but we have to hunt the treasure. And you like, Nate kind of sees that reflection, especially from the first couple of games, he starts seeing that in Sam. It's like, is that how I was? when we were doing that and I'm like people are going to die. Like we could get ourselves killed. We're faith trying to face this army just for a treasure, just for fame and glory. What ends up happening is that somehow in like the final parts, Sam ducks off and basically goes for the treasure. You think they're about to go like, we're going home. We're done. We're not chasing this. We're not going to get ourselves killed. Sam ends up, he's like committed. Like, I have to find this treasure. And there are some, uh, there's a reason they're finding this treasure and it has to do with their family. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Is with Nate, Nate and Sam's family. I'm not going to spoil that part for you, but Sam is like, I have to do this. I have to do this for our family. And we, he, he goes off to finish the last hump of this, where all the bad guys are like, they know the bad guys are going and he goes there and Nate basically tells Elena and Soleil, you guys go, I'm going to get my brother. They go in there and they end up finding, the The treasure it's on a pirate ship, and one of the it's the last boss fight in the game. Your basically your biggest adversary is Rath If you've seen the um, the marketing for it, you see the guy with the black shirt. has got the, like the the white guy with the wavy hair. Somebody pull up the characters, and I'm sure you'll be able to look at Raph. Um Him and Nadine are in there. You basically, Sam, Sam ends up swimming into the ship and Raff and them are going into the ship as well to get the treasure. Nate gets in the ship. You swim over there and you get in, you find out that, um, um, Sam has been knocked out and he's like, he's on the ground and he's got a big beam sitting on top of him in the boat and it's in the treasure room. You're in the treasure room. So there's like mountains of treasure all over the place. And Raff is there too. And he's like, Oh, the treasure is mine of course, you know, villain, villainous stuff. And what happens is that his kind of partner, Nadine, comes in and it's like, basically like Raph and Nate are at a standoff. They're holding guns at each other. And then Nadine comes in and is like, Nate, give me, the, give me your gun. And then she took the gun and puts it on Raff and says, Raph, give me your gun. And there's a lot of spiel of like, kind of echoing this like, you guys are, you guys are idiots going so far. People have died going so far for this treasure. So guess what? You guys can live in it. You like, go enjoy your treasure. And she locks them in. What makes this even more threatening is that what's happened is that a fire was broken out on the ship. There was an explosion. And so the treasure room is filling up with fire. <laughs> but at this point, we've gotten to this point in the story where Nate has, Nate has basically like, I don't, Nate is like, I do not care about the treasure. I just want my brother. I haven't seen him. I thought he was dead. I haven't seen him for years. I want my brother. And so when they lock it in, Nate's like, "Raf, help me get this beam off Sam, and then we can get out of here. And I, I'll help you open the door. We'll get out of here. But Raph is pretty much lost it. He goes for the first cutlass. I said cutlass. Um, that he can find is like, I can't. His quotes, like, I can't enjoy this treasure and get out of here knowing that you and your stupid brother are sucking air still. And so in Supreme, awesome naughty dog fashion, you get, you get these interactive moments where basically Raph is pointing the sword at you and you're having to dodge his sword swipes. Yeah. And he's talking about, you know, he's quoting stories that he heard from the first couple of games. Look, Nathan Drake found El Dorado, Nathan Drake found this, Nathan Drake found that, you know, you're so, I hate you, you're so, you're not as special and you're not as great as you think you are and I'm better than you. And you're like, I, you know, Nathan Drake is a legend. You know, I shot the guy who told me that to his face. And then it basically, Nate's like, please, you're crazy, stop doing this, we're on fire, I don't care, you can have the treasure if you want, I just want my brother to help me get him out here. It gets to the point where Nate's like, look, I have to, Picks up Cutlass as well. Like, we're going to fight. And so you get into this awesome, just the backdrop. It is classic pirate-style Cutlass yes. sword fightings Good. with In a treasure room with fire coming
2: in. Man,
0: I want oh. you to know, I am really sad that there's not some type of series that we have established where I get to go and play through these PlayStation classics. You're right, if you're right. If only there were a series called PlayStation Indoctrination that is now playing on YouTube.com slash Rocket Punch Go. Where I can play through these old PlayStation, and games. that's why I like new no PlayStation game. I, I hate
3: I hate talking about this moment, but even then, by the time we get to it, you're gonna appreciate it. Yeah, but literally, they're fighting, and you're you know you're basically like parry parry slash slash, and it gets to the point where Raph has you pinned, he's broken your cutlass, you're on the ground, and he's got the sword pressed against your neck, and Nate's just you know. Nate notices, and of course, Naughty Dog is so great. We've talked about Metal Gear Solid and like the camera angles. Yeah. Naughty Dog is so great about that. It paint like it's you, Nate, looking at him, and then you see this nice little bag of gear of treasure hanging from the top. And he's got the broken cutlass. Maybe like a piece of sword left. And Nate's just like, All right, Raf, you want the treasure? You can have it. Slice, cuts the rope, rolls away. Raf looks around, looks up smash you don't see his body ever it's just treasure on him he's dead that's he's ironic <laughs> and going back to Will what you said earlier what was I, I thought Sam was going to die at this moment like Nate's up he's like okay <clears throat> I won I need to help my brother I want to get out here with my brother he goes over to Sam he wakes Sam up and Sam's like okay let's get the beam off they try to lift the beam up Does not work. Sam's like, go, just go without me. Just go do it. Just get out of here. I don't want you to die. And Naughty Dog does a great job of giving this like, I want to say like pregnant pause of where it, it makes you feel like, okay, Sam's gone. He's out. Cause he's Nate's like, I can't. They're both like, just go. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do. I don't, I can't get it off. And so there's a couple of seconds there. And then Nate's like, Nate walks away, and Sam's just like sitting there, like, you know, and that's why you're like, oh, oh shit, Sam's dead. Like, dude, this so this sucks. This hurts. And then Nate rolls back in, like back in camera angle with uh, there's a big cannon that was in the room. He takes the cannon and he puts it in the corner of the room and lights it and fires it. It floods the entire um, treasure room, and he uses the buoyancy of the water to lift up the beam and he, uh, Sam and him get out and they, they like, they do not get the treasure, which is interesting. Cause that usually happens in the other games. They don't get the treasure. They both swim out and swim away um, and get out of there. And that was just very interesting because I, like, I didn't know. I felt somebody was going to die, but I, like, I didn't know who it was going to be. And they really did a very masterful job with angles and story and having that emotion come out of like, The motion capture was great of like, dude, Sam's going to die. Like this sucks. And we just met him. But you end up in this kind of in the tail end. Everybody gets back on land. You know, everything's cool. Sam says his goodbyes. Cause he ends up joining Sully and him and Sully go off and do some treasure hunting stuff. And like Nate comes, goes back to Elena at the beginning of the game. Nate was working for like this. Uh,
2: what are like a uh, dive retrieval? People. Yeah,
3: dive retrieval. What's it called? Um, rec- Wreckage recovery, something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, salvage.
2: Yeah, salvage, yeah.
3: there you go. And he comes back in the next day at work. He's like, hey, I'm back, you know. And then his boss comes out, and he's smiling like, "Dude, doo doo, doo doo what's going on? And Nick's like, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh, I just sold the company. He's like, what? Where are you going? Da-da-da. Yeah, I sold the company. I'm, there was this person who came in who gave me a great deal like, could not say no to this deal. So, you know, I, I've just signed the paperwork. I'm done. I'm retired. I'm paid. I'm going home. I'm <laughs> not doing anything. Yeah. And he walks off, and you find out that. Anybody want to take a guess at what happened? Sully somehow got the coin. Close. Elena comes out <sighs> with the papers and's like, well, this is, this is my company. So this is our company. And hands the paperwork to Nate she bought the salvage company and they Nate's there's this, this is all basically, I'll get to that. But Nate's They sit down and you're like, what, but how, how did we like, where do we get the money for this? Elena comes up and says, hold your hand out. And she puts a single gold, gold doubloon coin in his hand.
1: <laughs> listen,
0: listen, if that story <laughs> teaches us anything, if you're ever in a final battle, okay. Grab a handful and put it in your pocket. All right. Because you're right. In that moment, you want to not die.
1: But look at how well
0: that turned out for them. Just a handful. It doesn't have to be like an Aladdin. Well,
3: Elena wasn't on the ship. And so Nate's like, How did you get, Where you get this gold from? He sits there. There's just a silence and he sits there for a second. Sam. And she's like, Yeah, I found it in my pocket along with a bunch of other coins.
1: I want to know where the gold at.
3: <laughs> and so, like, because there's a scene when Sam leaves, he gives Elena a hug, and so it's that he put coins in her pocket. Ah. Uh, and they hey, use like, the coins hey, to pay for. The, the gold is heavy as shit. How do you not feel that? I, I, <laughs> it, they <maybe>. just died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost died. So. Um. But that ends up. You think that's the end of the game? I'm not done yet, and I oh, feel like I'm while, on, I'm on like a. Are we playing Metal Gear here? As <laughs> this third ending. That um that wraps up that story. And what happens is that because one of my favorite moments in Uncharted 4 was you actually get to play, um, you play Crash Bandicoot. Like the game is in there. There's a moment at the start where Elena and Nate are playing Crash Bandicoot, like the game, the full game. Uh And, um, it goes to black and then it comes back up in this room and that's what's on TV and you play Crash Bandicoot again. Like, Okay. That's interesting. You're playing the game after you're done. It clips off. And there's this, there's this girl, it pans over and there's this girl, this little short blonde haired girl and, um, with glasses on and you don't, you, there's no context. You're just in the house and you basically walk around the house and you're look. you have your dog and you're like, well, mom, dad, where are you guys at? And it leads you out to this like house. You You, and you slowly almost like gone home. You start looking at the items and stuff and you realize, okay, this is Nathan and elena's house and you learn that that's their daughter yeah and you walk out and it's just they have this it's this lovely huge beach house that they have on the shore they have a boat you look on the side they have a second house there's a second area that they do their work in and when you go into that area to look for um nate and elena you see like all the articles they had on the wall of like, Oh my God, this salvage crew, look at all the treasures and stuff they found. And you know, Lena's doing so much good work and Nate's doing such good work. And now Sam's kind of getting involved with camera work and everything like that. And it it's, it's so great. Cause like, then you see Sam, you see um Elena and Nate as like older versions, their hair is graying. They've got yeah. wrinkles on their face and Sam walks in and she opens up a door and she, She finds like the old treasure stuff that Nate and Elena had. Mm -hmm. uh, You find out that they've never told her about their past. And so it's like the conversation they walk in and she's like, Oh, and they're like, What are you doing in here? You're not supposed to be looking through. I just saw this stuff. You know, it's time you guys told me about the past and tell me what happened on these adventures and whatnot. And of course, them being like parents, like, Oh, you she ready? I don't know. Da 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 is the little witty banter there, but. They sit down and they talk with her. They about, have the talk. They have the Me talk. Me and
0: your dad are adventurers.
3: <laughs> and they, they have the talk and they start talking about how they first met and kind of bring the circle around as it were. And you still see pictures of like Sully still in there because there are pictures of when Sam or um, the girl's name is Samantha Drake. Okay. So when Sam was born and like Sully holding the baby like, oh, what's going on yeah. here? And um, Sam, um, other Sam. His brother Sam is in there um in the pictures as well, so he's still alive, and it kind of like ends and closes on them as a family, like going towards the boat and them talking about their old adventures hmm. back in there. It I just spoiled that entire last part of that you game. You did.
0: That's okay though. That's what we're here for.
3: It as an Uncharted fan, and especially playing those games, it was so like that exhilarating final fight. I remember like all the fires and the flames it's a coming pi- out. It's a
0: and- pi- There's no, what better again, pirates make games better <laughs> period. That is it. And it's a pirate fight,
3: but kind of the great cinematography and how they you thought somebody was going to die, but they ended up didn't not dying and tying that story together, especially that last part with um the daughter. And then like kind of bringing it around and especially if you've played the other games, remembering back when they're talking about like, yeah, I met him when we were in this jungle. He told me about this incredible find. We were looking for El Dorado. And this happened and you're reflecting on like, oh, I remember the first game we were going through the jungle and doing stuff like that. And it was just it was one of the best ways to close that game. It was so great. That moment like just have that moment and it's like, oh man, it's yeah. And then after the credits roll, you're just like, it's over. Uncharted with Nathan Drake is over.
0: So I have a follow up question to this. Knowing that now, I at least have some names down. This new Uncharted that's coming out.
3: The Lost Legacy? The
0: Lost Legacy. Is that his daughter?
3: No. N- um, this Who's spoilers. the girl in the... The Lost Legacy, the girl who was in the um head wrap, mm-hmm. that is Chloe. She's in Uncharted 2. Okay, so it's... A- it's almost... She's almost like a pseudo-love interest. Nate and her had a thing. Okay. And they kind of flirt and have she's a very much the like kind of snarky, spicy girl that I'm inmates like life. And but Nadine is one of the villains in Uncharted Four. If you saw the marketing shot, the black lady with the poofy hair in the background okay. behind her, she's one of the bad guys in Uncharted Four. So All right. There's All some right. more story that need to be told there, apparently. Yeah. But um That's
0: 2017, six seventeen, isn't it?
3: Well, it's this year. It, I, I, well,
0: hold on a second. Let me summon my let me get my large foam finger quote hands here. 2017. <laughs> just but, like Breath of the Wild's coming out in March,
2: right? I don't know. That game's been under development Whoa. for like four plus it years. Actually
3: remember, they said that game was going to launch in twenty fall twenty fifteen, and I laughed my ass off. I'm like, there is no way that's coming out yeah. twenty fifteen. March um, twenty
2: seventeen is much more realistic. Yeah,
3: but like, as far as for that moment and just experiencing that, I feel that the, that ending for Uncharted 4 at least needs to be in the top three. That's, that's my feeling on it. We can
2: lock that, I think.
0: It's a pirate ending. With no nostalgia for the franchise, it's a pirate <laughs> ending. You can sell me on that. Let's put it in the top three. But
3: that, that's, fi- as far as in the series, that fight with the Cutlasses, that boss fight, is one of my favorite fights in the series. Just like you're there. You can see the of course, because it looks so good. You see the sweat on their faces. What was Raph, that quote again? The game has no business looking that damn good. It no, does. not That's it. it. Back of this But it like Raff's hair. You, if you saw pictures of Raf, his hair is like spooled out. So it's falling over his face. You can definitely see that he's tired.
0: Is he a Reaper main? <laughs>
3: uh, he's angsty enough. He could be. He could. Be. He could be. Got more um, than
0: two X's in his battle uh, <laughs> tag,
3: probably, probably. Oh man! But um, that is that's my bid at least. Like that needs to be at least in the top three. Um, I, I, I
0: after you know after what? that passionate, <laughs> vivid play by play, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> pirates lock it, and it sounds like a good ending to that franchise.
2: Oh, we don't even know that the franchise is over. That's just the ending for Nathan. Well, yeah.
3: That's very much true. That's, Watch
2: Uncharted 5, Samantha Drake. I
3: just hope that people have t- actually talked about that, as if um, they kind of spin you it know, off now with we her. Last of Us 2. Oh. Yeah, actually.
2: This isn't, don't worry, this uh, isn't the Rocket Worry cast. Nope. Oh, uh, I'm not worried. It's Naughty Dog. They'll do fine. Man.
3: Um, I'm going to shut up now because I talked for like 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to put
1: any bids down? I want to talk about Paul Serene. All right, go for Quantum Break. Okay. I love a good time
0: travel story. Like, time travel to me is one of the most interesting story mechanics that you can put in your video game. And one of the most entertaining and enjoyable parts of time travel for me is figuring out how people describe it. Up until Quantum Break, my favorite interpretation of it was uh, from some old sci-fi movie. I don't remember what it was. But it is like a sci-fi original movie way back.
3: Back to the future? No,
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about sci-fi channel original Okay, okay. Like, you remember they used to just do all these movies, right? And I wish I could remember something about it. But essentially, this guy goes back in time, and one of the rules is, like, you can't touch your former self. Like, it's some kind of law of gravity or law of matter, right? Like, the same matter can't occupy the, or, you know, the same matter can't occupy the same space. So, like, the end of the movie, surprise, he has to, like, grab his face to basically exist himself out of time so that he can repair time or whatever. And I was like, that's such a cool, like, mechanic where it's, like, the only way to stop you from being evil is to, like, grab your face. And then, like, basically, since you did that, you, like, existed yourself out of time. And it's totally a sci-fi original movie bullshit excuse, right? (laughs) But... For me, like, the, I love, I'm, I'm a sucker for good first contact sequences, like the the first zombie you run into in Resident Evil 4, you know, like, I'm just a sucker for first first experiences on larger things. And I want you to know that if I built a time machine, right, if I built a time machine, mm-hmm. the first thing you're going to do is test it, right? And you're going to test it in a relatively Low. tame environment. I'm not going to go back and kill Hitler first, right? Like. We're not going to do that. We're going to go back in maybe, uh, you know, 10 seconds to just see if it works, right? And I want you to imagine you're, like, flipping all the switches. You know, you've spent years developing this time machine, right? You're flipping all the switches, and you're like, it's ready. And for context, in the game, it's not like a time machine you sit in. It is literally you get in, and it's a giant hall curve basically a circular hallway and you walk in the left door and you walk all the way around and then you're hit with all these particles that are supposed to take you back through time right so he does all the calibrations you know garris was there did all the calibrations with him and they (laughs) were he was walking so paul serene is played by the guy who plays Littlefinger. Mm -hmm. um so he's you know he's kind of got that that look and he's walking up to the door of the time machine and there is only one thing in the world that i have wanted from a good time travel sequence and that is for someone to that is for you to walk out of the time machine as you're walking and so he's walking up and as he's walking up to the door of the time machine he walks out and in that moment i was like this is so fucking cool this is exactly what i wanted to be and then he's like oh shit And, you know, uh, I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I can't remember the protagonist's name. Um, It's Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore's character. It's the Sean Ashmore's character. He's there, and he's like, oh, shit. Like, what are you going to do? And Paul Serena's like, well, I have to finish the loop. And then he walks into the thing. And in that moment, my mind was just like, like, imagine... Like, imagine I'm going to... You are both just, with me. Just helping you out. Jack Joyce. Jack Joyce, thank you. Um, you are both here at my time
1: machine. I am at the time machine as well. I'm walking up to the time machine, and another Seth comes out. Right?
0: So I, the Seth that's standing here, walk into the time machine. You never see me again. I'm gone forever. The UU. The you that oh. you're talking to right now is gone forever because the new me, which is actually me, is here now. And, like, in that moment, I, like I felt this sadness of, like, he's lost forever, but he's not.
3: It's still him.
0: It's still him. But it's, like, just imagine where it's, like, there's another me that walks out. And you're, like, and to you it's a stranger because it's not the you that you have seen your whole life. And then all of a sudden, the you you've seen your whole, or the me you've seen your whole life walks into the time machine, and it's gone.
3: <laughs> it was super cool. It like, was just like. Because he like, he's like, we're going to do a small test in like two minutes in the past. And as, like, they're talking. Jack and Paul are talking. And as they're talking, he's getting ready to walk in. And Paul comes out of the machine, and they're like. It was like
0: twofold. It's the It's the walking out as you're walking in, like. Feeling of like, yes, we did it like it works, but also the sadness of like, whoa, like this isn't technically the same you. It's a different you like you're going to exist in a different time from me. Well,
3: technically, if if, if, this is deep on time travel, the one who goes in technically what happens to them is they go in.
2: And they just And they to come, come to the out
3: squad. and they see themselves from two minutes ago and, like, hey, how are you doing? and they, it, It's technically the same It's the of- same
0: person, but it's like in quantum theory, oh, it's like it's two different yous <laughs> because you're from a different, like every, you know, because if you're following full quantum theory, there's a bajillion yous in all these different timelines. And you yeah. just, you basically just traded places. And there's nothing wrong with it because it's still you, but it's not the you that you all have known. It was just this mind fuckery of like, it made me think about time travel for the first time. And it hurt my head in this best way possible. Like
3: Jack Joyce is like, what the, what the shit's it's just like,
0: wait, my best friend for my entire life is about to walk in this machine. And I'm going to be here with this. What, you know, at kind of imprint is like a clone of him, but it's not, it's him. It's like really nope. him. It's just him from a different timeline. And I was like, God, time travel. I actually don't invent it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
2: No, gonna... we need to go back and kill Hitler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that the first on the list?
2: Probably. First of many. You got to take care of Genghis but Khan, what too.
0: Butterfly effect.
2: Yeah. What would happen? Do we just keep killing the Hitlers that pop up?
0: <laughs> is, is that the TV show that we're going to make? <laughs> Where it's just like we have to just kill Every all episode, the Every episode, find a different Hitler, and kill it. <laughs> like evil leaders that crop up throughout time?
2: That's our job. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad bad job. We can call it Time Patrol. Time Patrol.
3: Or the pre crime unit. Pre crime unit. No. We could be pre calls. No,
2: no. You stop that. Um, Anyways, (laughs) best moment.
0: It was great. It was. As soon as best moment came up as a category, I was like, no question. Time, like, time trial. Like, it was so unique. And I'm sure it's been done before, like, walking out of a time machine while walking in. It's just the realization of, like, if you were there, I would walk in. I would never see you two again. But well, you would. I would see you two again, but it, was in, it would be in a different universe. No, a different quantum timeline. It's the same universe.
3: Don't think too hard about it. This is the Rocket Punchcast, not the quantum theory podcast. Well, you see, what would happen
0: is the Atoms would be... Stop. 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 <laughs> the, um, but like just that game in general, like it sets the precedent of... Which makes a lot of sense. Like... If time travel were real, you could Mm -hmm. only travel as far back to the first time you time travel. That makes sense, because that's when the fracture, you know, they literally, I think it's called the fracture. It's called the fracture. That's when the fracture happens, right? And at that point, you can go back that far, but you can't go back further than that because time travel wasn't
2: a thing there. Trunks has something to say about that. Oh Lord! Well, <laughs> not
0: everyone can space magic their way into it. space magic. Um, um, yeah, so, that's actually pretty good. It's what it is. It's space magic.
3: So, are you voting for that to be in?
0: That's in the top three. If it's not, I will cut out my own heart, serve it right here on this plate. I actually won't do that, but uh, I was going to say I'll, I'll, get I'll get challenge little, that. Right I'll get a now. little
3: butthurt. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that moment. I'm fine with that actually being locked in for the top three because it just that moment and just that and that moment kind of starts the time travel mechanics in the game. Cause that's the first time you actually see the time travel execute itself. Yep. And especially as you go through the game, which I'm sure we'll talk about later on in uh, future topics yep. for game of the year. Like that, that sets a precedent for like what you think, you know, about time travel is not real. <laughs> this is a different type of time travel game. And it was really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with locking in.
0: Yeah, you sold me. Good.
3: Now there can be only one more. There can be
0: only one. So here's what, we, here's what we have so far locked in. We have Paul Serene using the time machine. We have the ending of Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Of this last available vacancy,
1: the contenders for this death match will be the final act of Inside, the final act of Titanfall 2, and finishing the starting area for the Demon Hunter class in Wild Legion.
3: As everyone looks around, they're like, who's going to make the first move? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay.
2: a- as a fan of the, uh, the WoW franchise, and I-, I say fan because it, it gets crazy. It mm-hmm. was nice to be able to see them link a- essentially a broken ending and a boss they killed way too early in a prior expansion and a character a lot of people love back in to the current story through space magic. Because that's essentially what space it was. Space magic, the definition, was. <laughs> was created from the bullshit that goes down in Legion. <laughs> yeah. basically what oh, it no. is. The space magic was literally like, hmm, we're going to use demonic blood rituals and steal the souls of all these people to funnel this portal so we could go steal the shit to fight the Legion from the Legion's main dude. Yeah. Let's talk about each of these individually, yep. and
0: then from there we will be able to discern. Because we've, we actually talked about the ending of Inside, and get ready for mega spoilers on this. If you haven't beat Inside yet, we are about to spoil the shit out of it. Um, we're obviously talking about spoilers. Seriously, cut it now if you, if you don't want Inside spoilers. Um, the blob section.
1: The blob! The
0: blob, where after you become the flesh blob and you're moving through... That entire, I'd say probably last half hour of the game,
3: yeah, kind not. of
0: roughly until you're on the the beach of happiness, <laughs> the beach of eternity.
3: Uh,
1: that entire, like from that moment, I want you to imagine we're in a train,
4: mm-hmm.
1: not the polka train that doesn't exist because it was wiped out by the coal train. For reference, the earlier yeah. episodes. <laughs> We're on a train full of shit. We're hauling manure. Okay? Okay. That moment, that's the spark that
0: lights it on fire.
1: (laughs) So it just spreads. And from that
0: moment, this giant shit train
1: is just rolling
0: (laughs) down the hill on fire. And until you get to that shore where you're like, okay, cool, awesome. What's the next
1: part? How do we get out of the block? Nope. That's a credit fuck yep.
3: fuck it just slowly pans out and then grabs
1: yeah that
0: mo- that entire thing just like especially like after i went back and saw that the, i've said this before the model the you know agri- or the landscape model that's in the facility looks exactly like what's out on the beach yep so it even more mind fucks you and like oh you're not actually free maybe this might just be like another bigger cage
3: it could very well be you think about it it could be another test they yep. come get you and then another boy it basically a loop like another boy gets loose like let him go and we'll see what happens this time
0: yeah or it may just be they're letting you loose to see how it happens
1: each time yeah i mean it could be the portal thing where it's like you escaping is the test so it's that's what that is okay let's talk about titanfall 2
3: Okay, um, the final act of this game, I'm talking about. I'm going to reference two particular points in this game. Um, near the third act, or I third or final act of the game, you get to the point where. And we've. I'm pretty sure we've all beaten Titanfall 2. No, but go ahead. You haven't beaten Titanfall 2 yet? That's okay.
2: I've played about halfway through.
3: Okay. You get to the point where the mercenary group, like. You discover have you been to the level the kind of time travel level no not yet okay I'm not going to spoil it I love that,
0: how you can just say the level the level
3: know. um you knew what I was talking about <laughs> but you yeah. find out that there's basically this without going into too many spoilers there's this orb that the the um terrorist group or the uh um, mercenaries have have captured and they're trying to get back to the IMC in order for them to basically nuke all worlds and take control of space. You go in, try and get that ore back with BT and you're like that whole sequence is very awesome. Cause you're on these airships and you're jumping to the airships, trying yes. to get it. Um, that one of those, my favorite boss fights is the one with the, um, the, the Titan that flies. Yes. That was an awesome fight. Um, you wait till you get to that well, It's great. But you end up going, um, you get captured by the mercenary group and what has basically happened is you've gotten, you've gotten the orb, you shoved it inside of the cockpit and okay. BT. And so like, he's like, I can't hold it with my hands. I need to put it in here cause the shield's broken. It'll contain the radiation and everything. So he holds it in there. You get captured. Basically BT's destroyed. It's just his mainframe. Like he has no arms or anything. And um, the pilot Jack Cooper is over in the corner and you, there's the head mercenary dude. I can't remember what his name is, but he's sitting over there and he's basically telling you like, you need to um, open this. You need to tell your Titan to open the unit. so We can get this item. And like he he's playing on one of the protocols because one of the protocols for Titans is that um, basically ensure the pilot survival.
0: That's the, Prime directive. That's like
3: one of the one of the three prime directives. Mm-hmm. And one of the cool things with Titanfall is you, you always establish this link. Like you have this virtual link with your Titan. And so in this, while he's talking, you're you're looking at BT, it's like no BT, keep that fucking shit closed. You're not opening that. And they're like, I'm he grabs you, the mercenary grabs you and puts the gun up to your head and it looks at BT and it's like open the door or after the count of three, I'm shooting your pilot. You will fail your directive. And he starts counting down like real slow. And what's some like why they did so well with this? Some of the contextual stuff you just see because you have your HUD on your helmet. You just see a little prompt come up here from from BT. It just says, "Um, open. Tell me to open the hatch. Trust me." And it, it just that's all you see. You, you don't hear anything. You just see that text up, and you just like open the hatch. It opens up. He takes it and they, the mercenaries take it out and they just feel BT distress. Da, 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 and they leave, basically leave you to die on the ship. They light it on fire. When you're, when you wake up, you walk over and it's, I actually played the game again. I'm playing through it again and I didn't notice it the first time, but when I played again, I noticed this the second time when in the training simulator, when you get out, Right from the training, because they're like, oh, we got to go down and fight some people. in your um Captain Lasseter, I think. Lasseter or something like that. The Captain who dies at the start. He um, starts to get ready. He's like, come on out and get ready. He takes something and puts it in BT's eye. It's like a flash second. You, yeah. you, If you play it again, you'll pay attention. You'll see it. But he puts it in his eye. What basically happens is that you pull his eye off. All Titans have like an emergency kit. In their eye. In case shit goes down. You open the emergency kit. Shit
0: has gone down.
3: Yes. Officially. It, like BT's Titan destroyed. You pull off his eye. You set it down. You open the kit. It is a hack knife. A smart pistol. Okay. And, and those are your weapons. And then he takes um, BT's eye. Which has basically his entire data. It's BT essentially. His personality. And he pulls it out. So you're trying to get off this ship that's on fire, this airship. You have the knife. You basically, all you see is you, you have, all you have is a smart pistol and he's holding BT's eye as you're running through. And you've never felt more powerful with that smart pistol as you did. Literally every room we walk in, boop, 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 pull trigger.
2: Dead. Yeah.
3: Da-da-da, pull trigger. Like, so, like, for me, that was the pinnacle in the game where you supremely felt like a badass. And you, you, you get off an escape on the ship, and what happens is that in the final um, part of the game, they send you uh, basically an empty Titan. And he falls down, and you just put the eye in, and it ooh, boots up, let's go, BT's back. Because you thought BT's dead. That's not the time he's dead. The, um, the second part of that final act is, and we've talked about it before in, I think, um, some of the earlier parts is when, BT basically they that whole fight where you're fighting the final boss but they've already initiated the like meltdown yeah and like you have to like you're trying to pry open the cage to get in and you and BT are fighting as fast as you can to get in there and BT's just like you know we can contain this i have an idea Psh, opens pod bay throws you out like BT no and just nuke and he's gone yeah and and, but what, and also like that leads up to the interesting, especially if you watch the credits because you're on the ship, you saved the day, and then the last the last screen of like your helmet, your pilot helmet sitting there with like your weapons and whatnot, and then the um the visor starts glowing blue, and then it just cuts out to black, signifying maybe that because of your link with the tit- with the Titan with BT that um his AI may have survived. On your helmet, so, and we we won't know maybe till Titanfall three, but um, that was like those two moments, especially like getting the smart pistol. I was like, oh shit, here we go! And that
2: just, is when shit hits the fan, <laughs> that's for sure,
3: most definitely, most definitely.
2: That and, uh the final part of the Demon Hunter area, going to a bar, Demon Hunters don't survive. Demon Hunters
0: <laughs> don't survive. Yeah, I I think that the oh. that filled an important gap in WoW lore.
1: Right, but if you're not already in WoW lore, well, no, it's important for someone who played in BC. <clears throat> Otherwise,
3: so Titanfall two and in Inside walking into a bar.
4: Titanfall if, two, <laughs> if okay, <Smart laughs> if pistol.
0: Inside doesn't win anything else, I think it should. I think it should be in the top three for best moment because that was the oh shit moment. I don't know. I feel like as far as impact, like, like the smart pistol is, I am, I am, I am here. (laughs) I'm Spartacus. That is the, that is the moment where you're like, fuck this shit. The thing that kind of dampened that a bit for me is the eye mechanic thing was actually kind of, kind of zapped that moment for me. Because I thought that was where BT died. I thought the rest of the game was going to be like,
3: you, you just have like,
0: a- I've got to save the day because they killed BT and you know, as we even talked about this, like vengeance is not a great motivator, but in that moment it would have been like the vengeance is what allowed him to get through this and save the day. But then it was like, nope, got the eye. Come on with me. Oh, here's a new BT. So it kind of like sucked away a lot of the emotion that that moment had. Now don't worry. The feels are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> they just swing by to get more momentum so they can come back hit you head face, but the the i don't know the end of the end of inside specifically the fact I will not stop until i cannot stop will not stop that that fucking shore is in the facility that you just broke out of. It's just like when I played through the second time and saw that I was just i'm i can't this
1: this game is an enigma. <laughs>
3: It, the speaking on inside, I guess it we can tie it to the final act of the game, but I like the that WTF moment of like, like what I was, what is in this tube, what is in this container, what are they looking at, what is it, what are all these tests about, and it's just like this horrific people blob thing, and I'm thinking, oh, we're gonna set you free. But then it is so funny because you, well, you you get, are, you have four cables that are hooked up to it and you pull the third one and it, all of a sudden you just get pulled in it's like, and you get sucked in and now you're the blob. You're moving around as the blob and you're moving in the space and I'm like, I'm the blob now. Holy crap. And just walking through all of that as the blob is leaving the area, the, the moments were like, When you first break out, those scientists are running the fuck away. They're like, oh my God, get out of here. But then you start paying attention and you see like people are up on the rafters and they're watching you. Like, shouldn't you be afraid for me? Why are you still here? Like, Especially when when you're trying to solve these final puzzles. There's one where the, some of the final puzzles, there's a, um, there's an overhang that's been destroyed and you have to take a box and shoot it up to the switch at the top but you can't throw it that far and you can't activate the propeller on the box. So you actually have to toss it on the overhang where people are watching you. And one of the guys will actually grab it and turn it on for you and push it back down to you. Hmm. And like you throw it up and you're still like, why are you helping me? Like you guys had me in a tube. You go to the next part and you're trying to get this, um, this kind of like lever hooked up to the top part where they've got a hook. So you can actually grab the hook and pull yourself up. And one guy's like holding the hook at, in place so it doesn't swing around until you can hook it up. And then when you hook it, like it, they, you break it apart and you can go through the hole. And like they, they're backing off on the corner. And then that final part where you basically roll into a room and there's just, just a hole. And there's this thing at the top. You ba- like it, It's not a hole. It's just like this you can see that it's clearly like it can open up and you roll to the top and there's a switch you're trying to grab. And so you move the blob and all these hands start trying to grab the top. And then all of a sudden you see the floor open and you fall in this water tube. It's it's padded room. And then like all the people at the top are like looking in and like, they don't say anything. You're just looking in and pointing down as it slowly closes in like that moment of, it closes and it's just dark. You can't see the blob. You can barely see the blob and it's just pitch dark. And And you're like,
0: if the credits were to roll now, it would be a shitty ending. No, they've got a shittier one.
3: And like, and then all of a sudden you start, it start, you can start seeing some light in there and then you're not sure what to do. Like I'm trapped. I'm done. then you actually figure out, you can grab the sidewall and pull one of the padding out. And that leads an open vent. And that's where you, you go through the open van, you end up getting shot out of the facility and roll onto the hill. Hold on. Let me get
0: my, my large foam quote hands to escape.
3: (laughs) Quote unquote. Yeah. I need,
0: I need giant foam finger quote hands. That's for sure. Hmm.
3: But so I can see, I can, I can make viable comments for both inside. Like inside is very much with Lumbo. Like there's a, it had, there's no context. You're like, you don't hear any voices in no OVO. Yeah, There's it's... really not much sound. Sa- There's some sound and pitchful stuff and some background music. But, like, very much, like, it, it leaves a lot of, like, you, you're having, to, you're like, you're figuring out the story as you go. Sure. Um, and I think that moment, that moment was a very much, like, what the fuck?
0: I, I feel like Inside was that moment. Like, the last 20 minutes of Inside are, inside. like, what make Inside Inside? It's just creepy as fuck,
2: though. It's just creepy. It's like
3: a weird blob of limbs. It's just like arms and legs, just like... It's uh. <laughs> just hanging around, just trying to grab. That's and, like, crazy. as you're rolling, like, when you grab stuff and as you're rolling around, the limbs are, like, all reaching out, trying to grab whatever they can.
0: I'm going to show him a picture so he gets a... Fuck
3: okay. <laughs> And that's what you're controlling. That That's what you... And that last part is. And you're it going. is
0: it is astonishingly real how like it's just like even if you stand still, you just see the hands like they're grabbing, they're trying to reach for it's so, so unnerving. Sometimes
3: you roll and like body parts will fall off until you'll have like a leg just laying on the ground that fell off of you.
2: Fuck that. <laughs> I vote against it just based on that. Fuck that. <laughs> just because just
0: because I want to deliver the final podcast friendly fuck you sorry we're Mm -hmm. using visuals on this audio show there's the environment that you fall into
3: Yep, that's it
0: and that's that is essentially the beach that you end up on but this is
1: a model of it with the spotlight yeah
2: so i vote titanfall
3: (laughs) (laughs) you you vote you you're in the titanfall camp yeah
2: kicking it off or no no i'm i vote for
0: it over inside putting it in I've, I mean, my vote's firmly in Inside. Titanfall, <laughs> Titanfall was good, but it was not... It was. It was a power trip moment that I think you get... Like, it was a meaningful power trip moment, but, like, it was the helicopter level of Call of Duty. It's, like, the level where you're given unlimited ammo, unlimited power, and it's cool in and of itself, but I didn't think it left as much of an impact as... Oh my god, what is this blob creature? I've gotta rescue it. Oh fuck, I am now the
2: blob creature. Well, but this isn't about best impact. It's the best well, impact. It's about best moment. Best so moment. it depends on that person's viewpoint.
3: That's true. Uh and that's oof.
0: i put enough stress on myself. It's up to you now, Cameron. You break this time.
3: <laughs> um, and that, that's true. One of the things we're looking at is best moment. And like having to think like what, what does that entail? Like there, I can make arguments for both. Like the final act of inside that best moment, just of like that. That's a reflective moment. Like you're, you first, you're like the moment is like, what the fuck is that? I am that what I'm that WTF thing. And then like, having that reflective and trying to figure out like, what was that? That's that moment. I think in inside of like, what was that blob? Why was that that blob? How did I get sucked in? Am I really out of the facility? Am I still trapped in there? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, and the, but also even if it is a power trip, as far as like the best moments, like Titanfall two, that whole part, particularly like the airship scene where you get the smart pistol, that is, I firmly stood that as like one of my favorite parts in that game. like that whole level part where it's not part of the moment, but like that boss fight where you're fighting the air gun, like the Titan that flies and you're fighting him on the, on the top of this airship as it's flying around. It was cool. Leading up to those contextual moments.
2: Those are called mobile armors.
3: (laughs) You're trying, you're trying to work a nerve here and I see what you're trying to do here. (laughs) Cause I'm a big Gundam fan. Um, I, oh my god! You, this, I, I have to, I have to think about this. Help, Help you both. You're both in each camp. Help sell me on one. I need because I can be swayed to either.
2: Giant robots.
1: Okay,
3: giant you, you robots. Get to be giant
2: a pilot robot. of a giant okay. robot.
3: Help me out. If okay,
1: rolling, listen. About inside is an, a modern Orwellian tale. The first
0: two hours of that game are straight up like running through the woods. You think you're escaping. When you're not escaping, you're breaking in. You're breaking in to what? You don't know. You're running through all of these different areas. You get to the basically
1: the pinnacle of all of this shit, right? You become this blob. Th- I want you to think. Here's what I want you to think about. Okay. I want you to think about the people. That are in that
0: facility when you were the blob. You said yourself, at first they're running scared from you. Then they get you under control into areas that they can maneuver with you, right? Yep. Testing areas, per se. And then eventually you end up on that beach. That entire oh fuck moment. Every bit of that. And you're going to give the smart pistol... You want the smart pistol to blow it up, Titanfall 1? You can play it anytime! Angel City, it's back, baby! You can play that shit anytime <laughs> you want.
3: But it's contextual in that moment, in that part of the story. It but doesn't uh...
0: matter. That is the. I go up to people say, hey, remember the smart pistol moment uh, in Titanfall 2? 2, two years from now? Blah. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, Titanfall 3's smart pistol moment was way better. When you get two smart pistols, and they're on fire. (laughs) It's like, come on, this is a fucking AAA game. They're going to find a way to one-up it. Inside was Inside, though. And it's always going to be Inside. And you can walk into a room and be like, yo, what about that blob And Inside? And everyone's
1: like, fuck what was that blob all about? That's the best moment.
2: Will? I'm just not really... Giant robots! He's already said it! No, no, no. I'm. I just have no interest after seeing that blob to ever play that game. And to each, to each his
3: own. To
0: each yeah. his it's, own. Yeah, it's, uh, definitely it's yeah, definitely each your own. And it's not a. Needless to say, plain as the blob is not comfortable. Oh no, it's not. It's not but, care bear,
2: uh, Wonderland over here. It's like <laughs> I, I, I will say though, after playing the parts of Titanfall, I have just the idea of like, all right, cool. You mess with my shit. It's time to ruin yours, and just. I think I
3: know which which one needs to get added in the top three. At least, uh, I, I guess I, it's up hey, you to
2: at this point. It's your I, you call. know what? I've
0: already held the sword to murder my children. <laughs> now I hand the sword to you.
3: <laughs> I, I could. I'll definitely say for either one of these games, as far as best moment, either one of these could be in there. I, I agree. Um, but I think the I think the better case was put for Inside, and I think oh, Inside yeah. should be in there. I think that it's the Blob. We, the, the point you made of down the road, I think I agree that more people are going to m- remember that moment. You, you don't have to say the blob, you just say that part in inside near the end and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. And I think people will still be trying to like, there will be videos online of like, what does the blob mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like this 10 minute string and video. There will never
0: be an answer. It's 2001, a space
1: odyssey. There is no answer.
3: <laughs> but I think that, um, yeah, I think that the final act of inside that final part's going to be that needs to be on the list. Okay,
0: so so here are our final three. Woo! We Let's go through them. It. <laughs> Paul Serene traveling through the time machine for the first time and okay. seeing himself as he goes in. The final act of inside, aka the blob section, or the ending to Uncharted Four: A Thief's Inn.
1: Hope your blades are not dull yet. <laughs> Because
0: one of these must rise above.
2: Oh, I'm um, going to tell you right now. I'm, how many cutlasses were in that scene? Give me 40. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, this is for me
0: personally. It's going to boil boil down to time travel versus pirates. And I want you to know. I want you to know. You know how they? You know how like like there are sometimes there's these old guys, like really really old guys, who will like go to this strip club, like like way <laughs> past the time that they should be there. And they'll, like, and they'll talk, this'll be, like, a humor scene in movies or whatever, but he's, like, he's got, like, a beautiful woman on one hand and, like, booze in the other, and then he (laughs) dies, right? Like, he just can't, his body can't take it, and he's done. If I die between a pirate (laughs) and time travel, I'll be a happy man. Those are two completely okay tropes for me to fall into.
3: I... I think that the ending for Uncharted 4 at The End is more impactful. That's where my vote is going to go. Um, I think that, like, just everything culminated, especially in that game, everything culminated that fight. It built that fight. I'm not even expecting that fight, but just building up to that, the spectacle, and, of course, in Naughty Dog fashion of, like, again, you are using cutlasses to fight in a... Pirate treasure room while it's on fire and your brother is laying.
0: It's hard to <laughs> argue with that on, on the
3: ground, like trying to get a beam. Because oh, no. I can I, visualize,
0: I, I can visualize this naughty dog. And you're. I remember one of the things I love about them is they do a great job of making you feel like you're in the zone. Like even if you're not controlling the character, you feel like you're in that zone.
3: I feel bad, but not really. I'm gonna. This is the. This is. This, I'm showing, showing them video, just a clip of them in the room and just like the contextual just stuff. Get,
4: just give it to this. Don't spoil <laughs> yeah, of this. No. Is,
2: just give it to them. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I was going to vote Pirates it, because it's uncharted, but still. So, best moment. <laughs> uncharted. Runners up. Paul Serene seeing
0: himself walk out of the time machine as he enters it. The final act of Inside. Winner, Pirate Ship Extravaganza, (laughs) featuring cute old couple into the
1: sunset for Uncharted 4 Thief Sin, is the best moment of 2016 for Rocket Punch. Lock it in. I'm okay with that. Good list. This is going great so
0: far. Yeah, this is this great. Is going this awesome. is really good. If you are listening, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We have seven more Game of the Year episodes to go. It will end in the culmination in almost, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's going to be, imagine opening the Ark of the Covenant.
3: Oh, wow. Okay, we're already starting off big.
0: At the base of the Dark Portal. There's just souls everywhere. (laughs) Souls fly in and out. And it's just, that's going to be the last episode of this. And we're all, we're just gathering souls until then. I mean, this is, this is Dark Souls 3 happening here. We're going to have so many souls and we're going to walk through this room and be like, oh man, I bet you there's a bonfire in here. I'm going to be able to go back and spend all these souls. Nope. It's a secret boss. Get ready to lose those
1: souls, baby.
0: (laughs) You're done. Rip, rip 10 million souls. Oh. Wow. It could be a new game plus 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 experience <laughs> there for you. Anyway, so best moment of 2016 Uncharted 4, a fitting into a long standing franchise. Yeah. If you like Uncharted, PlayStation, and other fun, adventure games, boy, have I got news for you. <laughs> we are playing through some PlayStation classics. Could be related to Uncharted. Could be. On our brand new show, PlayStation Indoctrination, it is playing right now on Rocket Punch, uh, sorry, YouTube.com slash Rocket Punch Go. Our newest series, it's really great. Cameron tries to make me give a shit about PlayStation. It's awesome. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm not making it easy, that's for sure. But... It's a great series, and we are playing through some PlayStation classics. It is going to be around for a long time, because, boy, there's a lot of things I haven't played on PlayStation. There so, is, yeah.
2: Like all the Metal Gears.
0: <laughs> yep, we're going to make our way through them very
3: slowly. Yeah, I have to get ready for that. We'll get ready for, we'll get ready for but that.
0: Well, we got so much more to do first. So, <laughs> anyways, head on over there. Of course, you can find all of our content on RocketPunchGo.com. And, of course, Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash RocketPunch, is your one-stop shop if you want to help us grow and help us expand and become more powerful than you could possibly imagine.
3: Good job working that in.
0: Bear witness to the (laughs) firepower of this fully Fully armed armed and operational battle station.
1: station. There you go. The Senate will no longer be of any concern. (laughs) The Emperor has dissolved the Senate. Regional
0: governors will now maintain direct control of their star systems.
2: Speaking (laughs) of regional
1: governors... Tarkin. Uh-oh. Yeah, Tarkin. Oh. Just remember, that's the last scene before the Death Star explodes, Tarkin
0: being an ass. Yep. <laughs> He's got a Steve Jobs pose going on. Yep.
1: Boom.
0: <laughs> you may fire when ready. And we are off the rails at the end of this episode. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for part three of Rocket Punch Game of the Year. Stick around for more. We'll have more popping up very soon. See you next time. See you, guys. Bye.